0: What's going on, everyone? This is a Mac and Fish podcast. Today, we have Corey Long filling in for Coach Mac. How are you doing, Corey? I'm good. I'm good. Excited to be here. Excited for our guest today. Let's get started. Today, we have a surprise guest. We have Coach Nick Rolovich, head coach of Washington State. Coach Rolovich's playing career started at Hawaii, where he had a season in which he threw for over 3,300 yards and 34 touchdowns. He also had a game against BYU, which he threw for over 500 yards, had eight touchdowns, which was a school record. Head coach Rolovich uh, started his career at uh, San Mark uh, Juco, and he went on to become the head coach at Hawaii. Uh, and then finally now he's the head coach, got offered the job this past season at Washington State. Coach Rolovich, how you doing?
1: It's doing great. Now that's City College of San Francisco, J.C. Oh. now. You got we had a lot of Florida boys coming over there. So, we, that's, right. a, that's a good good program. I enjoyed my time there. But thank you guys for having me on. Appreciate it. We
0: actually had Coach John Beam from uh, Laney College oh, on great. earlier. And also Jeff Sims, who was at uh, a Kansas JUCO. So, uh, we, we put a lot of uh, time into the JUCOs as well. So, I appreciate yeah. you coming on and ready to go, man.
1: That so, sounds good.
2: Hey, well, Coach, I mean, you know, you – you started actually, when you in your college playing career, you played at City College, right? You ended up going back there as an offensive assistant for a year. And your first head coaching job was at Hawaii. You went back to your alma mater in JUCO, and then again back to Yama alma mater at Hawaii. And How exciting was that to go back to a familiar place, a place where you played at, and helped rebuild that program?
1: Well, it, it, was, it was a great experience. Um, I owe a lot to Hawaii for, for where I'm sitting right now not only as a player, but as a coach, but as a person. Um, concept called Aloha, which I think everyone uh, really lives by, but that's kind of the the term in Hawaii. is is really just treating people with respect, um, doing the right thing. Um, and I saw a whole community, whole state community really thrive off that concept. So that's, that really stuck with me. And then, you know, one of the things I made a real, I, I played junior college ball and, and you guys know some guys who played junior college ball, it's hard and you know you got other guys getting offers you got to go to JUCO and when you have success and then I got to Hawaii I thought I I oh you know I thought I deserved to be the quarterback for the movie the program I thought I should be you know doing all this stuff and that that you know making bad decisions and it wasn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily affecting me as much as I was able to bring my teammates down <clears throat> and get them making bad decisions which ended up not you know, making a great football team. So I tell everyone this story because a lot of people don't get second chances. And Hawaii, I, I, I changed my tune. I started doing things, doing the things that got me there. And I was able to get a second chance. And that's why I'm sitting here today. So, you know, how many guys you see don't get a second chance because of the decisions they made? I am one of those. But I try to set, tell that to, to our players and our recruits because I don't want to see them lose this opportunity because, you uh, you know they want to. They want to do something that maybe some of the other college kids are doing. You know we're different football players, and there's a sacrifice there. And um, you know not everyone can do it, and that's why I tell them they're special. And you know take advantage of every opportunity. So.
0: You, you took over a Hawaii program that went to the Sugar Bowl under Coach June Jones, and had a couple down seasons before you got there. How tough was it to turn around Hawaii when you got there?
1: Um. I don't know if it was. I mean, it was a hard, hard deal, you know. But really, getting the kids to believe in each other, and and do it for each other, and and commit to to doing something great, you know. The mindset shift was was the main focus right there. Uh, you know that that Sugar Bowl team had, you know, had some real contributors from Florida too in the skill position. I think maybe most of the secondary. I know a lot of JC guys, but there was some uh, there was some Texas JCs. There was. So, some Florida kids making some real plays. So um, Hawaii had a, had a, had a bunch of good Florida players too.
2: Coach, you um you went to you went to you was you spent four years in Hawaii. Went to the Hawaii Bowl three times. Uh, ended up winning 18 games over your last two seasons. Had your first 10 win season last year. And when that happens, of course, you know you become a prospect. You be, your name gets on that gets in that grab bag of coaches that might be looking to, that, that, you know, Power Five programs are looking at. What made you decide that Washington State was the next step for you and the right
1: step? Um, <clears throat> I think the, well, probably what made me a candidate is the personnel that was on the roster offensively fits um, with our 10 personnel scheme. So I think that was initially um, one of the attractions. Um, the The thing that that a wise coach told me is don't, don't start reaching and pulling yourself up. They will pull you up when you're ready and you are deserving. And so, you know, they told me that when I got the Hawaii job and I, and I said, you know what, I'm just going to do the best job I can with the, with the deal I got right now and really kind of pay Hawaii back as well as I can. I, I wasn't unhappy there, you know, it was a nice place to live. Um, but you know, when I just thought there was a lot of qualities about Washington state, um, I kind of like the, you know, a, a good – it's a real safe town. There's a real community to it. There's a, uh, you know, um, kind of a blue-collar element that I like, you know, working hard and getting stuff done. Um, and it definitely a different uh, geographical area. But um, people have been great, great fan base. And, and you know, Cougar football is is, is everything. So –
0: you know, Washington State's had great success with coaches before you, Mike Leach, Dennis Erickson, Mike Price. What's it like to follow some of these guys?
1: Um, they've all been very um, available for guidance, how they won here, what what was important here. Um, I think they 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 won with in-state kids who had a chip on their shoulder. I know we can't overlook that, um, but. They all said that, and not Leach didn't say this, but most of the coaches who retired and, and aren't coaching anymore said this was the, their favorite place to coach. And I think it's because of the community and, and how passionate everybody is about Washington State football because it is a small college town and, and we're the only show on this side of the state and it's a big deal. So um, and it's a I really again, I said it a bunch of times, but I like, you know, it's one of the safest college towns around. My kid, I got four young kids. You know, they're out on their bikes, and, and you know, I, I think that's a good thing for young kids. So,
2: Coach, getting a, getting a little bit into the recruiting process, when you, when you flip on a tape and you're looking at a prospect, be it a high school prospect or whatever, what, what gets you excited? What are you looking for that tape that really gets you excited about a player or a prospect that you, that you want to be able to recruit and they're hoping to bring into the program?
1: Well, different positions give you different aspects, right? But there's there's definitely offensively, you know, speed is our thing. We don't care if you're 5'7". We don't care. That doesn't bother us at all at receiver. We want speed and guys who are unselfish at receiver. You know, it, it's a four-receiver set every snap of the, the season. Um, and you, you're you not just a, a line on a playbook. You are a part of a concept, and you have to be as uh, – I guess we look for those unselfish qualities, you know, and – you know sometimes you can see that on film sometimes you can't but you have to take pride in getting somebody open and scoring a touchdown as much as you're excited about scoring a touchdown yourself as a receiver in this in this offense I think you we meet receiver and quarterbacks in the same room they are receivers become like backup quarterbacks they know when they're going to be open they know when they're not going to be open you know and and um Smart, unselfish, aggressive. We talk about aggressive common sense. Let's be smart. We're not going to just run into coverage. You know, things like that. Offensive line um, is probably more of an athletic offensive lineman than necessarily size. Um, A lot of the same recruiting qualities that we were in Hawaii, I know, like I said, they're way different places. But, you know, I don't want to trick anybody to come here. I want someone to want to be here. I'm not trying to – if they get here and 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 it's completely – Different than what, what we told them it was going to be. Uh, we just try to be straight up transparent through the process. And, you know, there's a lot of kids that play football and there's a lot of good football players out there. And uh, we just want people that, that want to be here and be part of something special. We're real, you know, really big in, in togetherness and, and doing this, you know, for each other.
0: As far as recruiting, uh, are, are you guys going to be specific with junior colleges, transfers, high school players? Are you guys going to recruit nationally, a little bit of all, or what's what what are you guys going to recruit to uh, Washington State?
1: Well, you know, I, I I'm a junior college guy myself, so I have, I, I like the junior college hunger, you know, I do. I like that they appreciate, you know, the the snack bar. You know, they're not just oh I, I don't like that fruit snacks. I like this flavor. No, no they're just they're grateful for everything, and. and What I really would like to do, I think the, I mean, you look to, uh, you know, Snyder at K-State, you know, a lot of, he did a lot with junior college and, but I think you have to look two years ahead and plan and not plan, but hopefully think about redshirting those junior college players because many times, you know, schools are like, Oh, we're losing our left tackle. We got to go find a junior college guy. Sometimes they ain't ready, you know, and by the time they're ready, it's the end of their senior year and you wish you had them for another year. And, you know, with the redshirt junior college guys end up graduating. And so I think that's a that's a one thing that I really want to Now, If they got to play, they got to play. But I want to I want to keep that in consideration. Um, We are we're we're fairly national, probably not as much in the northeast as we are in um, Georgia, Florida, Texas. You know, we've had some success in Louisiana. I think we got seven or eight guys from Florida on our team right now. Um, And then California in the west. You know, the thing is, there's, there's enough over here that we can get to, but we, uh, you know, with with the Zoom calls and recruiting that way, it's really given us an ability to get more national and show kids virtual visits and show them what it's all about. Um, and 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 just let them know, you know, what's the route to get there. You know, it's not the easiest place to get to, but when you get here, it's a good place,
2: Coach. You're, you're a former quarterback, you run a quarterback friendly offense, there's a great lineage of quarterbacks that you had in Hawaii, you know, very high, wide open offense. At Washington State, you look, Drew Bledsoe, Ryan Leaf, now Gardner Minshew, quarterbacks that have made it into the league running, you know, really for the most part running very high pace, passing, passing, a high impact passing offenses. Does it make it easier for you to recruit a quarterback when you could point to your experiences and point to that lineage?
1: Yes, I think it does. I think it does. Um you know history in the system. You know you go back to Warren Moon, Jim Kelly. You know you're talking about um, Jeff George. You know you hear all these quarterback names from the past who who ran this offense with Miles Davis and June Jones. You know and, and you know Colt Brennan is probably the most famous one at Hawaii. You're, but you're talking about Timmy Chang, Brian Moniz. You know and you mentioned a lot of the Washington State greats over here. Jack Thompson's another one. Um, so that combination definitely helps. But I think we look for very specific qualities in a quarterback you know arm strength is down the line we want accuracy we want quick release um, you know you're seeing quarterbacks you know you're seeing the NFL you know I don't I don't want to say cave to college football schemes but you're seeing a lot more high school college you know high school influence college you know with, with Gus when he came out and all that stuff and then you know, now you're seeing a lot of, lot of college schemes going ahead and, and showing up in the NFL. So I think we're in a, it's a good time to be a quarterback in our offense. Um, obviously, the intangibles are important, but um, it's, it, it is quick release and accuracy are, are where we kind of start our quarterback evaluations.
0: With the pandemic, uh, are the Pac-12 schools allowed to practice? Can you meet with your team in person, or is it just Zoom? What are you guys doing right now?
1: Uh, everybody's kind of, um, at the mercy of their local health officials because every, you know, everyone's got different, um, numbers and restrictions and all that. Uh, some have been going harder than others. You know, I know a lot of the California schools are probably the furthest behind because of, um, their restrictions, but, uh, a lot of Zooms this summer. Um, that was, that was a big part. We're not, you know, we're not having team meetings in person. We're not doing, there's just not enough space to do stuff like that. And where you start to worry is, you know, when you get to special teams, you know, I don't need to talk to them forever as a team, but special teams, you know, you need a big group in a room learning that stuff. So we're looking at different options for that.
2: Oh, yeah. I know. I saw uh, that you had rode your bike around campus and zoomed with the prospect to kind of show them what the campus was like. How long was that bike ride? About two, about five, six miles? That was a pretty good ride
1: for you. This is a, it's kind of a hilly city. So I threw it in the back of a truck to the top of the hill and kind of rode down and had somebody (laughs) pick me up. But, you know, the the kid wanted to see it, you know, see the town. And so I just took him on FaceTime, taped it to my hat and Rolled them around town, and gave them a look at it.
2: Now, we saw yesterday actually the Big Ten, they were kind of reverse course. They're going to go what, the week before Halloween. I, I've heard different things about the Pac 12, possibly, you know, maybe mid November. I know there's even more than a pandemic, there's some environmental issues with the wildfires out there right now. Um, would you, do you feel like there's a chance that the Pac
1: 12 can get this thing going this year, get it done before January? I'm pretty confident we're going to try. Uh, you know, everyone's dealing with it their own way. You know, you're seeing some games get canceled. Um, I just want to make sure we give our kids a chance because, you know, I don't think you can just throw them out there in a football game. I think there's some buildup going on, and I want to make sure that we give our guys a chance to get ready to play. Um, but, yeah, I do think we're going to. I think we're going to go
0: you know, the season does get underway. What type of team do you have this year? And did uh, the running back Mac Borgie come back this year? Is he back? Yeah,
1: Max Max is back and Max is a real dynamic player. Um, A lot of people compare him to Christian McCaffrey. Um, He's got, he must have had 70 catches out of the backfield last year. Um, You know, he'll get more touches. We don't release the back as much as Coach Leach and their system does, but He'll get more touches out of the backfield, I would think. Um, got, a, got a real veteran O-line, which really gives you a chance, especially in a situation like this where, you know, if you don't know what you got up front, you, you could be in trouble, but that's a, that's a positive for us. Real, um, real competition at quarterback. Um, but as far as overall qualities of the team, um, they're a hardworking team. We saw that early in January when we got here. They're not afraid to work. Um, and, and I think they have a, a care for each other. Um, there's not a lot of nonsense, which, you know, again, in a time like this, we don't have much time to waste. So guys are fairly focused right now, which I appreciate. There's a maturity too.
2: Without having a chance to get a spring football in as a coach in the first year in a program, what what were the difficulties and what were you able to do to – I guess, to maximize the time that you were able, that you're able to have with these players during this long stretch where you're not able to do as much as you'd like.
1: Yeah, that, there was some definite difficulties with that because we're a very rep-based system where we don't have a ton of plays, but we like to get a lot of looks at it and real feel, feel real confident about, um, you know, when we get out there. So tons of film work, tons of Zoom, tons of You know, masked up footwork stuff with the quarterbacks and running backs with meshes. And, um, you know, we didn't push too far as far as install on Zoom. I kind of wanted, you know, it learned, you know, I don't want to go to install five and then not even having run a play with install one. So, um, we, you know, if whatever time they give us, we just got to make a choice on on how much we put in. you know, what is the gradual, you know, it's going to be a continuous learning curve as far as the the system, I think, as we move on into the season. What what I don't want, I think we saw this in the first couple of weeks of college uh, football was you get the sense that maybe special teams got pushed to the side a little bit because people were, you know, trying to get it in. Um, so I, I want to be very conscious of that. I also want to be very conscious of, of those special situations, those game-winning situations, whether it's even just taking a knee of victory or a bullet field goal or, you know, ways to end a game because there's so many of them and you have to practice them. You have to talk about them. Um, timeout usage, game management, those types of things, um, you know, are you, you can't just put it to the side and install, especially as, I think, a head coach. you got to trust your guys that they're coaching them up and and really make sure you touch on those game winning situations.
0: You I know, dealing with the situation we've had with this covid and I know you know personally dealing with my own son going to school and and how difficult it's been on him. How 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 is your team holding up during this time? You know, how you know are they doing okay or are they is it a different situation with each individual player but overall how are they handling it?
1: I think we're very conscious of the mental health situation you know we've had uh, kids grandparents get it their parents got it Um, you know so you know I try I try to live by what I talk about where you know faith family academics football and go in that order so I I think you know we help guys get home to see their families when when things happen Um, but we we did spend a lot of time, not necessarily time, but checkups on these guys. Hey, let's be real. Are you struggling with this? What do you need help with? Let's talk about this. Um, I think we've earned some of their trust. Um, but, you know, it's been, you know, online learning and people know it's not, it's not the same. And, you know, it, it puts a lot of families in some real difficult situations. You know, there's a lot of, you know, moms and dads that are trying to work and also trying to make sure their kids do do well in school and learn something. So, um, I feel for them, and, and I appreciate their effort because, you know, not everyone, you know, people, a lot of people just trying to trying to make it and and do better for their kids, and this this doesn't necessarily add up to a real nice path for the for their young people. So, um, it's it's been it's been hard, it's been hard adjustments, but that's what football players do. That you know, that's why I tell them they're special. You know, they handle it, but they still need us to care about them as people, and kind of the reason why I like this level, I don't have much desire to coach in the NFL. I like being able to, you know, still help kind of finish that mold of of that young man before they become a husband, a father, and and a productive member of their community. Well,
0: well, Coach, man, Corey, anything else you got Oh,
2: no, I'm just, I'm thankful for your time, Coach. I really appreciate it. And I I just wish you a lot
1: of success and safety right now, obviously. I appreciate that. And you guys do the same. Yeah, we
0: appreciate you coming on and and hopefully in the future we could have you back on once the season's over with and you could you have a successful season but one of the things we do with all our guests is uh, not only thank them but uh if you could tell us like what your social media accounts whether it's a uh, Twitter or facebook what you you know so players can kind of follow you or prospects could follow you guys
1: uh I know Twitter's kind of the big one right now for me i can't handle instagram twitter and Snapchat and all that so mine's at nick rolovich um twitter is probably the best i don't get on the other ones too much so
0: we're the same i'm i'm, I'm still trying to learn that stuff but yeah. once again i appreciate everything coach and and good luck this year and hopefully you guys get a season
1: in you know Night. good fun good fun i appreciate you guys you guys stay safe down there also
2: thank you very much